0: Allow yourself to really get in touch with the feeling tone of what that word means to you. Forgiveness. So come on out when you're ready, and I'd love to hear from a couple people of what shot through your mind, anything at all. You can't do it wrong. Please, few. So like an audible relief. Okay, please. A hand nudging your heart gently. Beautiful. A hand nudging your heart gently. Please. Fear. Thank you for your honesty. Please. Go ahead. Difficult. And exhale. Right answer. All of them have been the right answers. Something Something being taken from you. Hmm. Anybody else? Please. Releasement of judgment. judgment. Hmm. Anybody else? For me, forgiveness feels like permission to hurt me permission to be hurt or re-hurt. Last one. Equivocal? Mm. Mm -hmm. Honest. Take one more, Sabrina. good news I just wanted you to be aware of where you're listening to the talk from you know because we listen through certain ears some people might feel really open to it that's a good thing to notice some people might be staunchly against it. You know, thinking no, not now, not me, not never. You know? It's also good to notice. I just want to notice where we're at. Right? That's a big part of meditation. There's is, is wisdom and compassion. Right? The wisdom is what is going on. The compassion is... How do I respond to it? How am I with this? So we're going to start there. If you felt like the walls go up, I completely heard that. For years, whenever I had a forgiveness practice come up, I just brought my dad into the room, in my heart, and that made it virtually impossible for me to practice with. So don't bring the most hardcore shit you've ever been through <laughs> and use that as a litmus test of whether forgiveness is possible. <laughs> so all I'm asking you. Seriously. It's, just, it's not fear to you, you know? We don't start out with the hardest ones. We start out with ones that we're willing to work with, that maybe we can feel a little bit of freedom around. And then we build confidence, just like everything else. And I mentioned it yesterday, and I think it's important enough to mention again. Forgiveness is a refusal to keep your heart closed, that you won't agree to live in a constricted heart anymore. It doesn't have anything to do with inviting someone back into your house, staying in an abusive relationship. So if you're listening through those ears, hear me say that. You can put all that stuff aside and actually we can be together tonight and just see where it goes. There's only a couple aspects of this path that I understand. For real, I'm not trying to be humble. I'm actually just being really honest. This is one of those things. Maybe I got two or three but this is one that I have tasted the fruit in my direct experience. And I never thought I'd be saying that. If we look at the Buddhist teachings, he said, I teach about suffering and the end of suffering. Freedom from suffering. That's what forgiveness means to me today. And we've all been hurt. Betrayed, abandoned. Just a loss of Grief. Amazing how resilient we are. The strategy that I used... Is this going to pop if I turn it off? For most of my life was... uh, To replay the harms that had been visited upon me, to never forget them, and to prove my case to myself that what was done was wrong, reprehensible, and unforgivable. So I had an ironclad case. An important aspect of forgiveness is understanding how we get caught up in the story of it. Because as long as we're still arguing the case, there's no chance of forgiveness. We're caught in a loop, a regret loop. uh, I wish it were different. I can't believe this happened. It's unforgivable. This is a different part of the process that I'm going to talk about tonight. This forgiveness aspect. We're no longer arguing the case against this person or ourselves. In a minute, we're going to actually look at who's actually paying the cost of those cases. Right. That's what most of the talk will be about. Is about... Do we, are we still ready and willing to pay the cost of these cases that we have with these people? With ourselves? But let's just say, beyond the mild delusions of our own minds, that whatever has happened has happened. Right? We don't need to prove it or how unjust it was. We're just saying admit that it was. Uh, accepting it. That it happened. Has nothing to do with condoning it. So let's just draw a distinction there. Accepting it has nothing to do with saying it was okay. Okay condoning it in any manner it's just saying this is what happened in my past Jack Cornfield puts it he said forgiveness is giving up the hope for a better future, for a better past forgiveness is giving up the hope for a better past yeah he, he says it a little better he says forgiveness is giving up all hope for a better past I like that this is hot off the press this one (laughs) forgiveness has nothing to do with the other person has nothing to do with the behavior so you can the loops that we've been running around regret and how wrong they are how this person doesn't deserve forgiveness it's all a moot point it's about our relationship to our past and our own hearts and what we do in our own hearts you know like how how much do we deserve to be free How free are we within our own hearts? This is part of the cost of not forgiving. And there's no scoreboard when it comes to forgiveness, there's no comparing. Well, I never did shit like that, and shit like that happened to me. I'm so grateful that I was never that desperate or confused. doesn't even feel honest to say that. I've done a lot of reprehensible stuff. But I always held it in a way that said more happened to me than I did. So I'm still on the right side of this whole thing. God Hopefully there comes a time when we want to be free more than we want to be right. I hope that is tonight. I believe in my heart that everybody's, everyone is doing the best they can based on their, what they currently believe. It's so hard for me to understand when I think about the big hitters. You know what I mean? When I think about, you know, Hitler. He was doing the best he could. That's the fucking best you got, man. (laughs) And it's not an excuse. There's no excuses when it comes to forgiveness. There's no excuse for the things that you've done, things that have been done to you, and no excuse to not try to find freedom right here and right now. The Dalai Lama, he meets a lot of uh, Tibetan pilgrims that walk from Tibet over the Himalayas. Uh, up in northern India, at his sp- at his house, the pilgrims just come. And he meets him. And he met this old man. And I guess uh, it was the wintertime and the old man had braved things that I can't imagine to get to the Dalai Lama, to get to freedom. You know, there's, there's border patrols, there's hunger, there's freezing to death. There's just uh, avalanches. There's just madness. And he, uh, the Dalai Lama asked him, "Were you ever in any real danger?" The guy said, "Only when I started hating them." This is the danger. that our hearts begin to shut down. When you become estranged from your own heart, this is the true cost of not forgiving. When I think about myself, what I did, I, I put an armor around my heart. I said it yesterday, that I thought my heart was something I was supposed to hide from the world. To protect it from the world. Not my gift to it. Now I know it's my greatest gift. I didn't always know that. So I put this armor around it. And biologically this makes sense. We want to protect ourselves. We we want to move away from pain. But closing our hearts imprisons us. It's so tragic because it imprisons us with the very thing we're trying to escape from. Because the trauma is still in there with us. Just because biologically it makes sense doesn't mean it makes sense. I can't think of a, a worse way to deal with it. A, a trauma has visited me, and so I'm going to lock myself in a prison with it. I know we were doing our best when we m- made these decisions, these promises to ourselves to not let ourselves get hurt again. The good news is, if, if we lock the door, who else could possibly have the key? Catherine Ponder writes, When you hold resentment toward another, you are bound to that person or condition by an emotional link that is stronger than steel. Forgiveness is the only way to dissolve that link and get free. So forgiveness becomes about moving on. And it's counterintuitive. It feels like most of us are just caught in some revenge model. Which is the easiest way to push away pain. Because what would I have to feel if I could no longer hide in my anger? What grief would I have to feel? What sadness? What loss if I couldn't be emphatically pissed? If we put aside our resentment and anger, what would we be left feeling? And what would stop us from doing that? Maybe we're still caught up in some belief that they don't deserve it. Do we deserve it? Haven't we suffered enough? Do we deserve freedom? When we refuse to forgive, we become the perpetrators and the victims. Something I swore to myself I would never become. In the face of trauma, I said, no, not me, never. You've all heard the metaphor around resentment being poisoned, that we drink it and expect the other person to die. You said it clearly. One of the reasons we don't want to forgive is because we don't want to open ourselves back up to being hurt again. So much fear to opening to just how vulnerable life is. What I know about that is that I started living in smaller and smaller rooms in my heart. You know, when I grew up, uh, my family wasn't safe. So I started shutting down. And then my friends weren't safe. And then my girlfriends weren't safe. And then my my homeboys weren't safe. It was smaller and smaller parts of my heart that I could reside in without being hurt I was living in maybe 10% of my heart the cost of that I got 10% of my love 10% of my joy I got 10% of my dreams we didn't get put on this planet to be 10% of who we are. As I look back on my life, I know I've done a lot of bad things. And forgiveness is opening up to this idea that just like I was doing the best I could do, so were they. Qualities that I have found in myself may be present in somebody else. Opening with mercy and compassion how another person, just like myself, could have got lost in the shadows of a frightened and confused mind. We allowed us to tender our hearts a bit and dissolve some of this armor. I think when we do that, we understand what the stakes are and it inspires us to go forward. Jojo Beck writes Our failure to know joy is a direct reflection of our inability to forgive. this is kind of complicated. So if we look at the whole Buddhist concept the the model for forgiveness it traditionally works in three directions we start by asking for forgiveness we start by asking for forgiveness for the things that we've done Then we offer forgiveness to ourselves. And then we offer it to others. So it's got to be firmly rooted in our belief that just like ourselves, other people got caught up. I want you to I want to remind you to start small. And a lot of times we'll experience forgiveness connected to self-blame. That's why we begin with ourselves. So we begin by paying attention, just like yesterday in the compassion. We begin by paying attention to the hurt. We're not doing this to gloss over anything that happened to us. To make believe it didn't happen. To forget it. It's not that. We're honoring the grief, the betrayal. But we got to be able to touch it to do that. I said it yesterday, if we can't feel it, we can't heal it. So part of this is just getting close to what happened. Not just trying to get away from it. Through this process, we become more whole in ourselves, and therefore we have some space for others to face our wounds with care and compassion. This is not the blame game. I heard somebody say he said, "Blame is for small children and God." Longfellow writes, to see the secret history of our enemies is enough to disarm all hostility. Something that may help us in this process is to distinguish the act from the actor. We don't want to get bogged down In arguing our case of how wrong it was. How unforgivable. Actions are unforgivable. Actors. Confused people. Hurt people. This is who we're asking forgiveness for. And we see others the same way we see ourselves. And the question becomes, what pain was this person in that allowed them to do this? Anytime we've hurt anyone, it's out of our own pain, out of our own ignorance. We strike out at what seems to be the cause of our pain. It's like a cute little puppy you see you go over to pet it and it tries to bite you and the first instinct I have is to smack it teach it a lesson come over there give you love what's the matter with you (laughs) as we look at it I see his foot caught in a trap He's in pain, desperately trying to get out. And the fear he's experiencing, he doesn't know how to get out. And tragically, he attacks anyone that actually might be able to help. This is all of our stories. This was the story in my house, for sure. My father being the animal in pain, that he had too much pain, he couldn't hold it, and so it spilled out all over my family. Me my sisters and my mother. I hated him. I assured that this could not be his best. I assured myself. I laid in bed praying for him to die. It would be years before I'd be able to look at him through eyes of kindness. the Buddha said, if this were not possible, I wouldn't ask you to do it. In pain, we react, causing more pain. in some corners of my heart I thought these things were my fault. i not really sure why but I knew they must be. The guilt I carried around the unnecessary suffering the alienation of not believing I was lovable that if you really knew who I was There's no way you would love me. So much poison, even in my private moments, it was always there. And when it came to this practice, I was really confused about what loyalty meant. How could I forget what happened without betraying the memory of my mother? It came in one sentence for me. I had to do how evil has no place in the recesses of our heart, but blindness, and this is what did it self protection twisted through the distorted lens of ignorance and fear. That I understood. Blindness, self protection twisted through the distorted lens. Of ignorance and fear. That reached me. I could understand that because I had felt those things in my own heart. Seeing that the actors who harmed us were suffering beings. I could understand that. Again, our hearts become tendered by this truth. When we let that in, as we free ourselves from our past, this is what we've been practicing every day. Can I see what's happening? Can I hold it in compassion? We forgive for the freedom of our own heart. This is Martin Luther King one of the Olympic heavyweights of forgiveness. (laughs) We will meet your capacity to inflict suffering by our capacity to endure suffering. We will meet your physical force with soul force. Do to us what you will, and we will still love you. Throw us in jail, and we will still love you. Threaten our children and bomb our homes and our churches. And as difficult as it is, we will still love you. Send your hooded perpetrators of violence into our communities at the midnight hour and drag us out on some wayside road and beat us and leave us half dead. And as difficult as that is, we will still love you. But be assured that we will, we will wear you down by our capacity to suffer and will one day win our freedom. And we will not only win freedom for ourselves, we will so appeal to your heart and your conscience that we will win you in the process and our victory will be a double victory. And because now is the only time that actually exists, I want to do this forgiveness practice with you. I don't want to give you a talk and then tell you good luck. So let your eyes close. Be as comfortable as you want to be. I don't care if you lay down. Be gentle with yourself and let your eyes close. Just allow all the tension in your body to relax. You've been holding it long enough. And just like yesterday, imagine that you're breathing right into the center of your own heart. Again, if you find it helpful to put your hand up to it, completely up to you. Trust yourself. It's not often that we offer ourselves this kind of tenderness. Some of us have been waiting a lifetime to offer ourselves this kind of tenderness. Just get in touch with what's present for you in your heart, mind, and set your intention as much as possible in this very moment toward freedom. just whispering to the word to yourself forgiveness and acknowledge how it feels to even consider letting go. you're ready bring to mind some of the ways that you've harmed others maybe you hurt them let them down consider both the intentional and unintentional acts of harm that you have participated in acknowledge and feel the anger the pain the fear or confusion that motivated your actions Begin to ask for forgiveness for those you've harmed. I ask for your forgiveness. I ask for your forgiveness. Please forgive me for having caused you harm. Please forgive me for having caused you harm. Keep breathing. I now understand that my actions hurt you and I ask for your forgiveness. I now understand that my actions hurt you And I ask for your forgiveness. Notice how you're feeling. How much you desire forgiveness. If the mind gets too lost in the story and begins rationalizing and blaming, come back to the breath, to the body. In this present moment, soften your belly when it gets tight with judgment or fear. Take a deep breath. Just like yesterday, finding the phrases that work for you, trusting your own process. You know how to do this. I ask for your forgiveness. Please forgive me for having caused you harm. And now understand that my actions hurt you. And I ask for your forgiveness. Picture the person that you're asking forgiveness from. Imagine how long they've waited for this, how grateful. They might be for this apology. See that conveyed on their face that they would like to be freed from this as well. This is giving them an opportunity to move on as well. Ready, let go of their reflections and come back to you. Check in with your heart. Breathe. Feel whatever is there to be felt. we begin to look at all the ways that you've harmed yourself think about your life how have you treated yourself your thoughts feelings and actions toward yourself just as we have hurt others, we have hurt ourselves. Let ourselves down. Sometimes intentionally, often unintentionally. Let yourself feel the sorrow and the grief from this confusion in your life. Keep breathing into each moment, into each feeling. Making room for forgiveness as you begin to invite yourself back into your own heart. Picture yourself and reflect on all the ways you've judged yourself, criticized, caused emotional and physical harm to yourself. It may be helpful to picture yourself as a young boy or girl before things got so complicated in your own heart. That's who's asking you. That's who you're asking forgiveness from. With as much heart as possible, offer yourself that forgiveness. Please forgive me for all the ways that I have caused you harm. Please forgive me for all the ways I have caused you harm. I now understand that my actions hurt you and I ask for your forgiveness. I now understand how my actions hurt you and I ask for your forgiveness. I forgive myself to the degree that is possible in this moment. I forgive myself. For the sake of freedom. I forgive myself. Acknowledge your own desire to be forgiven. Keep breathing and staying in the heart. Even if you feel yourself begin to shut down, to get lost in the stories, the rationalizations and the blame and regret. Fuck all that. Now consider the ways in which you've been hurt. Remember we are attempting to forgive the actors, not the actions. And just if you just As you have been confused and unskillful at times, so have others. Those who hurt you were suffering and confused beings. No excuses, just the truth. no longer willing to live in a closed off heart we invite them back in to the best of our ability in this moment with as much heart as possible we begin to offer forgiveness to those who have hurt you anyone you've been holding resentment toward. Offering them the same thing you wish for yourself. I forgive you for all the ways you hurt me. I forgive you for all the ways you have hurt me. And now offer you my forgiveness. Staying in touch with your heart and your belly. forgive you for all the ways you have hurt me, intentionally and unintentionally. I offer you as much forgiveness as in my heart right now. for our forgiveness for the sake of freedom and when you're ready let go of the words and come back to you settle into your heart into the present moment letting go of all the different levels we just visited. Send yourself some gratitude for trying to free yourself from these long-held resentments, anger and hatred that make life more difficult than it needs to be. Take a deep breath, let your eyes open when you're ready. do these hard practices we gotta be gentle with ourselves there's a lot of courageous movement in this room just now and I just want you to really take care of yourself whatever just happened or whatever just didn't happen these things have a timing of their own All we do is show up and do the work. We do our best to let go. I bow to the places that you just visited. could leave that shit in here. You don't have to pick it back up and walk out with it.